0: Your troubles are mountain in tax or accounting you go to cruise. cruise founders and friends it's cruise consulting founders and friends with your host Scotty Orn. welcome to founders and friends podcast with Scott Orne at Cruise Consulting and before we get to an awesome podcast with Kelly Nyland of Wim quick shout out to our sponsor Rippling, the new cool payroll service in town also helps with benefits and also has integrations into your IT infrastructure. Make it really easy. Kelly's looking at me, her her attention is perked here. Makes it easy to spin up new employees. Computers are already made and all set up and then all their web yeah. services are set up. Saves. How many hours do you think that would save someone?
1: Well, I would say Renee. <laughs> That's our co founder. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely save her several hours per person. It would save her three to four hours yeah. per
0: person. It's actually pretty crazy. And that's just on signing people up. So
1: awesome. check
0: out Rippling. They are really amazing. They do your payroll. They do your benefits. They let you work with independent brokers. And they have the IT infrastructure uh, all set up for you. It's pretty cool. All right, Kelly, that was the first time a guest has ever jumped into a, an, an ad. That was pretty amazing. Thank
1: you for letting me be a part of that. Oh.
0: So Kelly, welcome <laughs> to you. the podcast. Kelly Nyland of Wim. Do you want to give like a quick little background on what Wim sure. is and how you found it and how you had the idea for it?
1: Sure. I'd be happy to do that. So the the company now now known as Wim uh, started as a company called Petal Fox, and in about two years ago. So prior to that, so Petal Fox is actually my seventh company, my first time founding a venture backed company. Um, but I got my start really early on in entrepreneurship, um, helped my dad start a printing company out of Detroit, Michigan, when I was about 19 years old, so still in college. And um, and then from there, I worked f- through many different types of emerging technology companies, um, launching 120 products wow. in 40 markets. Wow. Um, so a lot of my career I spent... Um, going and setting up distribution and import and channel marketing and PR in um, all, the com- all the countries that Apple actually sells in because I was a, a partner with Apple as a third-party manufacturer for a really long time. Um, so I've sold in 40,000 points of sales. So I have an incredible wow. retail background um, in addition to product. And then I've held executive roles in marketing and communications. Um, I've led a global sales organization, um, and then eventually, kind of worked my way back in the customer journey to product ideation and, and product lifecycle. So after I did all that, uh, I, that sort of all culminated um, with launching the Snapchat camera glasses spectacles. That was you. That was me. Oh my god, um, that was huge! That done a buzz too. <laughs> Thank you. Our go-to-market strategy and that team won six Can Lion awards. Wow. Um, and that's actually where I met uh, Renee, my co-founder. And so she and I worked together for several years at the company, a bit pre-IPO and a bit post-IPO. Got to see, you know, really, really, really interesting experience, I would say, with, you know, experiencing everything around Snapchat. (laughs) Ups and downs. Ups and downs. And And ups. They're back on their way and (laughs) That's great. Yes, absolutely. Um, And so we looked at each other and um, we had been thinking about, you know, what was happening in the social commerce space. Um, it was a really interesting opportunity for us to launch the consumer product inside of an advertising company. So we really, actually, a lot of people don't don't recognize it that way. But we set up the co- the company's consumer marketing arm, and we were the first sort of brand and consumer marketing experience for the company. And um, experienced firsthand some of the challenges of selling through social commerce, and at the same time, Instagram was getting started. So we were looking at that. We were kind of looking at the subscription economy and the fact that a lot of companies were wanting to sell this very sexy subscription for everything, um, but that's just not how consumers buy. So we thought, okay, maybe there's a more interesting way to actually create convenience around repurchasing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's really the, the area, like we were kind of obsessed with that idea. So how do we pair social, like discovery and social with an impulse buy platform? And then how do we make it really easy to rebuy something? And for me, I was like a working executive mom of like a seven or eight year old. And my son was like seven or eight at the time. And I thought like, why is this so hard? Why is, you know, making these types of purchases either around, like, happy spending or self-care or even something as simple as toilet paper. Like, why do all these companies have data but yet seem so agnostic about my repurchase behavior? And so I thought, okay, well, I know technology is available to actually create personalization around Um, that behavior. And so we started super, super, super small with a very concentrated and focused um, use case, which was, could we sell one curated flower arrangement to women as a self-care purchase for them, you know, for themselves over a text message every week? And so (laughs) That was our beta. <laughs> it worked, because I actually, and that's how I know you. <laughs> I actually right.
0: bought, I was a man buying it for my, my that's wife. Right. But yeah, it, that's right. so the text message interface, yes. it's pretty amazing. That's that's the low friction part of this, right?
1: Totally. Very low friction, extremely low friction, and Uh, We set it up in a way that a lot of other messaging companies out there haven't really set up commerce. And so the real magic is in the repurchase behavior because during your – actually how it works is instead of getting some type of product link from a website in your text message and then checking out over a product link every time, during your first-time experience with Wim, you not only set up your account – um, but we verify your phone number. and we use that as your unique identifier. So you then don't need a password, which for me, passwords are like my nemesis. I can't, I keep a spreadsheet. So, I've tried like all of the different software to help me log into things. It's I'm a disaster. Like I can't log into anything. And so having something that eliminated the password eliminated like the credit card pin, having to go find my, Purse or wallet again while I'm on the couch or doing something. Uh, and then I'm
0: visualizing my wife Vanessa <laughs> buying stuff on the couch, and that's exactly her. Yes. And then she can't log in, and yeah. it's horrible. And then I'm hearing about it
1: totally. Yeah. And I think, I think, um, oh, um, yes.
0: Bloomingdale's on Black Friday, I, tr- I tried to buy a sweater. Oh. And tr- had to reset my password four times. Oh my God. And it just never worked. I know, so, totally.
1: So there's this all this friction. Abandoned cart rates are actually upwards of like 70 to 80%. That's crazy. Now. It's I, nuts.
0: It was such a good deal. I went home and did it on my desktop, but mm-hmm. like. Oh my god. It yeah. was it was insane. So you're sol- you've solved that.
1: We've solved I mean our our abandoned cart rate is 45% on the platform, which is amazing because it's so easy to just sort of a lot of our customers love the fact that they can just go back into something. Like they're not going to get a lot of times if you're scrolling through Instagram and you like swipe up on a product and then you're looking around, their back button actually takes you all the way back to the Instagram profile. So you lose oh everything. Oh my god. So there's, you know, there's that behavior and then there's just like people are are thinking like, oh, this is really interesting. I'll add it to my cart. And then they just forget. Yeah, They forget. And they don't want to set up another account with another password. So that was super important. So we built this wallet that can then be accessed by our human customer service specialists. And we use your phone number as your unique ID. So that was all really important. And that was the first piece of technology that we built because it didn't exist um, when we were looking to... Launch this type of text commerce experience, yeah. and that was in February.
0: That's really amazing, and yeah. so I've bought a couple times. Yep. Uh, I've also tried to buy like coffee and which is like inside joke between us,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm not very good at understanding how coffee works and grinding <laughs> your own coffee. Uh, but I've figured that out now. But so for so a big part of it is the frictionless. But right. I actually have a different thesis, yes. which. I'm not the founder of the company, so who who cares what I (laughs) care about? Well, there's
1: many reasons. Yeah,
0: but I think it's like an amazing surprise to get in your text message, and it kind of like spices up your day. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Do you hear that from people?
1: All the time. We have a really loyal customer base, so over 60% of our customers repurchase on a regular basis because they just love that uh, text message is something that shows up, and it's not among the noise of everything else. It's not in your... You know, it's not in your feed, it's not in your email. Um, and the one thing that our customers really love is that while we curate one flower arrangement um, on the Petal Fox product side every week, we put it inside of a mood board that actually features um, seasonal trends in like fashion, oh, wow. and decor, um, anything kind of, it almost feels a little bit like a curated Pinterest board. And um, our customers will just tell us, like, I just love getting this content from you every week. Uh, so and we also do a motivational wallpaper that you can put on your phone. Oh, my so gosh. So if you send in an emoji, um, you can get a quote every week, which is pretty amazing, too. So there's a lot of opportunity for, for content. Um, and delighting, delighting your customers with not just like selling stuff to them all the time, but also, um, the content's super important. Yeah.
0: Well, your copy, whoever writing the copy, it does a really good job. Yes. It kinda, it's really funny or catches yes. your eye and there's emojis in it. Right. And I'm always like, Oh my god, Cause I get like all these business text messages all day and it's kind of like a nice <laughs> surprise to be like, Oh, this isn't someone asking me for something. This yeah. is actually for me. And so yep. Copy is usually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So for me, so I like it. I'm like, oh yeah. And I click on it and check on what's going on. I didn't realize there was like kind of a Pinterest board behind that. I probably mm-hmm. just never put that together.
1: Well, the the image that comes through, um, should be that for you. We'll have to check. I'll have to check.
0: I'm also not like a Pinterest user. My <laughs> wife uses Pinterest all the time, but I, so I, I know what Pinterest is, yeah. but you know,
1: it's, it's actually just like a small mood board. It's, yeah. it's only like five or six images and um, we do cre- we do credit like all of the content um, creators that we've maybe pulled the inspiration from. Sometimes it's us. Um, it's our content, but other times we'll just credit you know other content creators. Um, and so our customers love they just love getting this like beautiful mood board that's seasonal that has flowers in it. Um, it's It's kind of like a little little tiny moment of like romance, right?
0: It's cool In or just week. fun. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you, what do people say? Is it like have you done like a study and it's like half oh, yeah. of it is half the people are like, no, it's about the frictionless of the thing and then half are like, no, no, I like the creativity of the platform and the way the content's featured. I
1: would say, you know, on the on the experience side, it's about the ease and convenience. Yeah. Um and what's interesting is that there's not really like a formula. Um, we do have um, some conversational logic that will help create like a faster response for you. But there's there are humans um, there to answer any questions or basically to interact with you. So I would say that the ease and convenience, but that's that is perpetuated by the fact that, like, if you have a question that falls outside of conversational logic, that you're really talking to a human. Oh, they're so just, it
0: flips over to, yeah, like, a real just person? Yeah, they're going to
1: answer you oh, and, wow. and have a human moment with you. We have our customers sharing all kinds of stuff. They'll share everything from good days um, to bad days with us. Wow, and we'll that's really hear, cool. It's really interesting as a brand to experience. Um, we've, had, we've had some customers come out to us. Um, we've actually had um, customers tell us about... Uh, you know, either deaths or births or uh, something that they're celebrating. So we get to really have all of these human moments over text message, which is just is why we believe so much in conversational commerce. We believe that this is sort of like the human element of commerce and brands um, coming back to life in a totally different way. That's amazing.
0: You know, it's funny. My mom owned a retail store for 25 Mm. years called Mm -hmm. Elegant Clutter in the East Bay. And she would it was kind of like a high-end pottery barn. Yeah. And so a lot of people would go or women would go shopping together as yep. like their social yep. thing on that day. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you've you've figured out a human way of replacing that
1: mm-hmm.
0: over technology and totally. made it a little more efficient.
1: And and we're excited to sort of bring that to an entire retail ecosystem. So with some of the newer technology and the new brand with WIM that we've launched, we're actually able to take the technology of shopping over text and um, and now you can shop over text within just your text message feed, um, or you can browse and build a virtual cart from an e commerce experience from a lookbook. So we've published a seasonal um, lookbook of products. So it's like I got that in
0: the mail. Is that that's the? Right. the yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. kind of it's beautiful. Actually, Thank I, you. T- yeah.
1: Um. So it's it's somewhere between like sky mall and like a really high-end like lookbook from like a fashion company
0: (laughs) it's like like a cat i got like a catalog but it's like a a very Mm -hmm. cool pictures and Mm -hmm. cool and cool art and great colors. it's kind of like our
1: little zine and you can shop the entire thing via text so you can be on your couch you actually never have to go online and search for different products you can just send in a hashtag learn about the products if you want or talk to somebody talk to one of our personal shoppers to say hey, I'd love to spend $35 or $70 or whatever it is, and I really love this product. What else can I pair with that? And then the final step is um, we'll be premiering our first pop-up store. So it's an inventory list. Um, pop-up store and um, you can shop the entire thing via text. So you can still have the human interaction that you want, um, but you don't have to worry about like a hovering sort of customer associate. Um, And it features all of our small brands. So Wim now has over 200 products from 50 companies, um, 80% of which have less than 30,000 followers on Instagram. And 50% of those brands are actually founded by women. Um, and the top, sort of the top search parameters that our customers are using, um, they're actually shopping by this one feature we have on our website called Shop by Brand Value. And so you can shop by things not found on Amazon. Oh, I um, saw that. Yeah. I thought that
0: was really <laughs> clever.
1: <laughs> um, I saw it in the catalog. Yeah. Eco-friendly, yeah, 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 yeah. um, minority-owned, uh, female-founded. And it's been really interesting because we had this instinct around the fact that People want to shop from small brands. They're following them on Instagram, but then you have all this weird friction of like shopping within Instagram and want, not wanting to set up passwords and stuff. So, WIM is really looking to be sort of that umbrella for this small brand shopping but opportunity. Isn't that
0: like, and I'm going to sound really old saying that, but like millennials shop based on values, right? Totally. Like that's I'm, 100%. Yeah. That's
1: 100%. is the top thing that we, um, you know, how we give people the option to, to shop by category or price, and then they can shop by brand value. And so we are working really hard to do a much better job of of telling the story, not only our story, but telling the story of our um that the brands that we're now um selling as well. So we have a little founder feature on every product page. You can read about the founders, you can read about their values. And I think that's really resonating it's, with our customers. It's
0: kinda like the like amazing fusion of content and shopping. That's really cool. Maybe just projecting forward, do you see yourself as like going to carry 10,000 products or is Wim like a curated thing or how, do, like how does the business grow and get and satisfy more customers too at the same time?
1: You yeah, know? that's a great question. So I am old enough to remember um, the really early stages of e-commerce. And so this is sort of as I dig back through um, some professional nostalgia, it's usually what I think about when I first launched um, an e-commerce store, for a company called Parrot, which is an electronics company um, based in Paris, France. Um, I was like, hey, you guys, we really need to get into this like e-commerce thing, like selling directly to consumers. And the first year I set that up, uh, I was like, okay, if we can just do 2% of our annual sales directly to the consumer, we'll understand a lot more about our consumer then the retailers that we were selling through which was like at the time was yeah. like Best Buy you know we'll have so much more data and we'll understand more about our customers and that was as a marketer that was super attractive to me and from a sales perspective i just thought we would we would understand more and so text commerce is it's crazy a channel, to think back
0: that like people <laughs> <laughs> brands didn't have that kind of information
1: i mean it's amazing yeah. but like yeah. i i remember struggling on a regular on a weekly basis to get sell through reports From
0: Walmart's, like Walmart used to charge a ton of money for that. 100%. Yeah. And you had to sign up for
1: the back end, like ERP, uh, essentially like an ERP system, and then spend all this money just to get how many products sold through, which as a sales and as a marketing team, which I've run several now, without that data, you really didn't know what was happening yeah. from a geography perspective. I mean, and now all of that has changed. <laughs> so what's fascinating to me is that I, I think about that model and I think like, so text commerce is just a new channel and it's it's the lead into something much bigger. So the big guys like Amazon, Facebook, Google are all investing heavily in voice essentially like how do we buy things with with our voice and we as a company believe that text commerce is a foray into a, a broader um, narrative around conversational commerce. And so our mission is to really be the the best, most personal way to buy something through a conversation. And so that's how we think about it. And then which products we choose to assort um, have to do with our core demographic, which is more of a female career, fo- like a career focused female, although 20% of our demo um, is men. And then in addition to that, it's the repurchase magic that we're focused on. So a lot of our products have some type of regular cadence to them um, that you would want to order either on a weekly basis or a quarterly basis. Like the flowers
0: were every week for four weeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so, um, you know, we have everything from like an annual planner to – you know, some type of fix, like a coffee or sweets or tea, um, and then a lot of things kind of in the middle in terms of how often you would, would order them or buy them. But most of it is based on how can we create convenience for you around your work life and the things that you need to replenish while you're on the go, traveling, um, things that you just regularly use at your desk, uh, Would you ever
0: do like services like I was this is crazy, but I was like, what about a babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Vanessa and I and we're, we're friends with uh, Lynn Perkins from Urban Center has been on this podcast and we're good friends. But like there's all these like it, w- w- when you have our attention, mm-hmm. there's like if that's the, I think the beauty of what you're doing is you're breaking through and getting people's attention. Mm-hmm. and It's real easy to mm-hmm. give you our attention. Yep. It's like there must be a ton of stuff that we'd want to buy or just place an a purchase through wm you know
1: Yep. i think um so we've actually entertained um there is a there's a service out there called jet black which walmart owns and they're a more i don't know if i would they would describe it this way but they're like a high end concierge and mm. they'll buy anything for you either on the platform, sorry, as a part of what Walmart offers or actually something that they don't offer. And for a while now, um, we have had the opportunity and are looking toward the future to say with our power users, what could we beta for them that would essentially, because we have the ability to offer them anything um, over text message. So that could look like some type of regular monthly membership and then a transaction fee fee. Uh, or a convenience fee based yeah. on what you might need, right? Whether it was a service or a product. I mean, we're not gonna buy you a car probably, but I think other than that.
0: <laughs> well, I just thought of like, I thought of babysitter because yeah. you are talking about self-care yep. and working people yeah. and working moms. And I was like, a babysitter is actually like an amazing luxury. Mm-hmm. And when you pull the trigger on that, you feel really good about yourself and you know you're gonna get a break. You feel good yeah. multiple times through. Parents the, night out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or just like not even <laughs> leave it going anywhere. Totally. You know, just not having to watch the kid.
1: I mean it, it really the the possibilities are endless. I think it's what we're focused on right now in these in the state this stage is really establishing that that trust as a as a curator, as a recommended source. Um, a lot of our customers refer to us it feels like a trusted friend. Yeah. And That's a huge
0: compliment, though. That's amazing. It is a
1: huge compliment. Yeah. It's really, really important to us that, um, you know, that trust that you have to establish through this very new medium, right? Of, Because text messages, it's really like a sacred space. It's reserved for friends and family and group texting. Um, but I think more and more uh, we're going to shift away from social media into more of some of these like personalized in mediums and so to be a brand that's like super early in that stage, create an entire infrastructure to make that happen and understand better who our customers are. Um, we're we're pretty excited about it.
0: That's that's really amazing. You're you're totally right. It is very intimate, mm-hmm. and that's why like I almost think of like I get that text message and I'm like oh it's like because you're expecting a message from a friend mm-hmm. or someone who wants something from mm-hmm. me at work. Who got your cell phone number somehow? And but it's like, oh, it's a very happy moment. Yeah. Oh, this is really cool. And there's, I never thought about how the copy is designed to be very friendly and conversational. But Mm -hmm. it makes it now that I've talked to you about it, it makes total sense.
1: And we're super passionate to help. You know, one of the things that I want to do in 2020 is to help brands think about how to actually market themselves through SMS because I think a lot of people are looking for other avenues of like how to get in front of their customers in a meaningful way that doesn't isn't controlled by an algorithm right because we're losing control over you know, Instagram convinced us to build up this organic following, and now we can only reach six eight percent of those people. Oh, really? It's that low. No way! Yeah. Wait,
0: our our Instagram posts are only going out to like six. That's no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. So, and then you have to, and so then the trick is you have to actually pay to get in front of all those people again, over and over and over, and it takes the average of thirteen interactions between a brand and a customer for them to buy something. Oh
0: yeah, this is the brand. Yeah. Well, Facebook, that's what they did with Facebook like five years ago. Hundred percent. I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine, like how Google's putting so many more paid ads in the search results. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's actually, I feel like it hit the tipping point where you don't trust the search results yeah. anymore. It's weird.
1: I mean, it's, it's a very interesting, you know, sort of landscape right now. Another thing that, that, you know, we're trying to work through is basically a, we've got, we are following and we have a lot of following within the social sphere, but we're not but if you look at where a lot of the purchases are happening that's not where they're happening and they're not happening with a lot of these small brands so like how can we provide like the right channels to take that engagement and turn it into conversion for a lot of a lot of these amazing brands and products on Instagram which is really kind of how we've curated our yeah. product we've gone out and found incredible products and we've said like we want to get behind these products and brands because they're like we're excited about that. We're happy when we get the products in our office and we're using them. Well, so. I noticed
0: you said like a lot of them are sub thirty thousand mm-hmm. followers on Instagram or something yep. like that. So you are kind of magnifying them and and yep. giving giving people their, their attention to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and they're they're actually brands just like us. I mean, we've experienced what it's like to build a brand in the last two years, which which is an environment with changing algorithms. Heightened costs of (laughs) of digital advertising. Um, We're experimenting with all types of channels. And and then now we have this entire ecosystem of text commerce, which can come to life through um, both online and offline channels. What's really special about... Uh, so I haven't read, uh, other than Amazon, I haven't read about a virtual cart, which is is what we've built. So it's this idea of you, Scott, can go into one of our stores. You can add something to your virtual cart. Then you can go online, and you can add more things to your cart. And then you can go oh. in SMS, and you can actually add more things to your cart. And when you log in, your phone number ties all of those carts together. And the only other place that we've seen that right now is through Amazon. Yeah,
0: that's amazing.
1: And what they're doing with their physical stores, where you can essentially walk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I I love that. I actually shop there all the time. You built something really cool. It's really amazing. So we're kind of running low on time here. Okay. But I want to do a new little thing, which is like, what's one tip? Can be anything. Can be personal. Can be professional. As a startup founder, Mm -hmm. you have for other startup founders. Oh goodness. The one, and you can even think about it for a second. Okay. um, Because I also want to make while you think about it you've talked a lot about kind of the women demographic, but actually men are super like, Yes. it's actually really, I, I like your service, like, cause it's super easy for me to use. And sometimes men are super functional mm-hmm. and like you click in, you do it. And actually if you're a guy and you're buying gifts for, for your girlfriend or mm-hmm. wife or whatever, it's actually an awesome service to subscribe to because you kind of do the work a little bit for we us. Do. And so you just kind of click it. And then I see all the stuff that I think Vanessa would like. And then I know to buy it. So yep. so if you're a guy out there, I know the the statistics are only 20 percent <laughs> of men are shopping on whim. But I'm t- let me make your life a little easier, gentlemen. Just check it out. It's it'll make your life easier. Thank
1: you, Scott. I appreciate you yeah. saying that with a lot of the the men that we that we have conversations with. It's just a different type of conversation is what we've noticed. It's actually a very like one, two, three. I want to yeah. I want to do this. I want to be done. And there's like there's no talking. There's no sending pictures of your puppy (laughs) to us. That's like
0: or what what will my wife like? Yeah, exactly. Recommendations. I mean, that's
1: also a big thing. We've had men tell us like, hey, can I give you five dates this year that I want you to text me a week before? That's super smart. That's super
0: smart. Oh my god, we
1: will have that feature soon. Um, but like that's a that's a big deal. Oh my god,
0: that's genius.
1: (laughs) Great. Wow. 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 Wow.
0: Okay. That's really good. Um, Okay, what's your one tip for other startup founders?
1: um, One tip for other startup founders.
0: It could be for you because you have a really cool co-founder. It could be find a good co-founder.
1: Oh, my gosh. 100% would be find a good co-founder. But that's, you know, that's really hard. I would say in looking for a co-founder, find somebody that's just good at all the things you're not very good at. That's
0: that's really. And
1: And I think, you know, having built many, many teams, that's also been another strategy of mine is to bring together – Like a very avant-garde group of people that that you're aligned, you know, culturally, but that have very, come from very different backgrounds and perspectives. Because I think it makes for like a really rich product and a rich experience and a rich company. Renee is the opposite of me. She's good at all of the things. I'm good at like a few things. And she's... She's an incredible operator. She's really—I I found her to be cl- much closer to like a systems architect or an engineer than almost anything else. And she's never been labeled as that. But having you know, having worked around engine all types of engineers my entire life, yeah, um, she—that's what she feels like to me. What and you ladies
0: have put together is a lot of engineering, a lot of like a lot, lot of duct tape that's been replaced that's by right. like hammers and nails. That's and right. Yeah, that's I really think that cool.
1: would be my advice. I think is like just never never underestimate the power of just doing a lot of manual things before you try to automate different business processes. You know, it's, it's really worth like the blood, sweat and tears or however you want to, the, the duct tape and spreadsheets and yeah. humans, right. Yeah. It's worth doing all that because all of, we all have to build technology. Like it's table stakes to be a technology company at this point and to use interesting and innovative technology to build your company and, and differentiate you. And so I would say that, before you start putting ones and zeros together, just you know, don't be af- don't be afraid, or figure out how to run your business off of those manual processes and spreadsheets um, to really understand where you want to invest your development time. You That's
0: know, really good advice. So you had two good ones. Good, good co-founder, and then yes. do things that don't scale is the Paul e- Graham. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know? I mean, Renee wrote an entire. Blog post on one example of that within our company, and it is it continues to be how we operate, uh, and um, it actually helps us move a lot faster because yeah. you can vet, you know, you can vet a lot of things. You
0: understand how everything works. That's uh, I think is, I feel absolutely. that same way. Um, okay, thank you so much. For thank you so much by. for coming by. Can you tell, tell you. everyone they can find WIM yes, and absolutely. how to subscribe? So
1: the the website is www w h y m um, dot co and you can find us on instagram and pretty much every so other social handle at my whim um, and you can also check out the floral brand um, which sells fresh flowers faux flowers and a bunch of floral print and different floral inspired products and that's petal fox p-e-t-a-l-f-o-x one word
0: awesome thank you so much for coming thank by you. i'm a purchaser i'm a customer <laughs> Make your life easy. <laughs> use it and it'll make your text messages a lot more fun to read. Thank you so much, awesome. Scott. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. Take care.
1: Bye. Bye. So
0: when your trouble's are mountain, in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise, cruise Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty. Oh. Scotty.